What's up everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Music Bowl. My name is Herd. I am currently in Pennsylvania somewhere. Uh, I am headed toward Scranton. Um, I've already recorded one video today. I'm trying to get a couple done while I'm on this nice long ride um, through the curvy. Ooh, hey, hello. Cool. Um, well, I'm on this long ride through the woods over towards Scranton. I'm not quite going to get to Scranton. I'm not going to see Michael Scott today. Um, but uh, we're getting near there, so that's just the easiest way to explain it. I'm currently on Pennsylvania 590. Should be a nice curvy little road. Should be taking me through um, and by some lakes and through the woods and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah. Last episode was just some of the vlogging setup stuff. This one, what I want to talk to you about, is a defense for why you should listen to metal. Um, there are a couple of gripes that I hear from people, and so I'm going to address those. And just the general, one of the biggest questions I get is, you know, why should I bother? It's just not for me, whatever. And to some extent, I understand that. I get the sentiment of, like, I'm just not super into metal. That's totally fine. Like there are genres that I listen to much less. Um, ooh, dang, these woods. Woo! Is that a dirt road? Oh, oh it's gated off, though. Um, dang, man. That looks cool. I'm liking this road. Um, the cool thing about metal is that it will offer you... Uh, first, actually, let me back up. Let me back up. Why you should check it out is, of course, it's the same answer for every genre. Because the more things you know, the more things you are influenced by, the better your music will be. The music you are trying to make. Now, you might be saying, I'm not trying to make metal music, so what does it matter? Well, there are a lot of gorgeous and beautiful melodies that occur in metal music. There are lots of insanely complicated rhythmic ideas that are happening. Um, and if nothing else, just trying to figure out what some of that stuff is will help you become a better musician. Like, go through a Mashuga album and tell me where one is ever, and then, and then we'll talk. Because that stuff takes some real deep analysis. Um, and it's just a different way to, to check that um, and to test your brain than listening to new, the, just different classical stuff, you know. It'll, it'll just give you something else you can check out um, in terms of that, in terms of getting that really heady, dense, melodic, and rhythmic content. Um, and it, it will make you a better musician. It will, it'll make you a better player. I would just will, um, as with all genres, um, being able to understand them um, will, you know, just make you a more well-rounded musician. Um, the other thing is, again, I've, I've made this point too, of you never know what your students are going to be into. And so while you might have a trombone studio and you might be thinking like, you know, it's rare that I'm going to have to deal with the, with metal. If one of your students, even though he's a classical or jazz trombonist, if he's into metal also, that will give you something cool to talk about. That will give you a bigger, better connection with them, which will make them one, like you more, but two, just feel more at ease, feel more down to earth. There are there are many types of music that I've been able to connect with my students on, and if nothing else, it, it does just bring you closer to that person and make you feel more at ease and comfortable with them. Once my students know that I can 
relatively talk about hip-hop for example a lot of the walls kind of come down um, I by no means claim to be an expert I I know a few things though and it's it's more than they expect me to know uh, mostly because I am white and so having that in my locker of things that I can talk about it definitely has helped me over the years so um, even if you're not going to be like teaching this stuff or playing it ever it's it's really good to know so one of the other big gripes that i hear about metal one of the reasons people don't check it out is because it's it's too heavy it's too dark in terms of like the content they're talking about people think it's really like evil and uh and sad and depressing and like all this stuff and people are like i just can't get into the screaming and and, and yeah all of that it's true like all of that stuff exists our lake over here can't quite see it through the trees though um those those elements do exist in metal like the norwegian black metal scene is just screaming into a mic about satan that's kind of what it is um and, but like that's not metal that i'm checking out like i don't i know that sound exists i've heard a few things here and there but it's not what i go to it's not my general listening um metal just like every other genre is super super diverse and has many many facets to it especially the modern prog metal scene <coughs> pardon me so what i'm going to do right now for you is give you five albums that i don't think are that heavy that don't include any screaming that you can listen to to start getting your feet wet with what the metal genre can offer you um, these are in these are definitely in no particular order um, I might give them to you just in the order that I was exposed to them myself and kind of like found and discovered them I might try and do it that way um, just to organize this in some way but it by no means is this like a, a one two three four best of or whatever um, and this is also obviously not going to be all the stuff that I am checking out there's so much more um, but this will be the most digestible stuff these are some of the albums that helped get me into the genre um, and then continue to dive deeper and branch out from there um, with metal I will say if you have a rock background or if you're used to hearing rock and distorted guitars it should be an easier transition into the things that I'm giving you if you're used to only listening to classical music like yes some of this might be a shock but I promise you there will be no screaming and it shouldn't be that heavy and undigestible so the first album the one that got me rolling in this whole world is altered state now that's the name of the album altered state by a band called tesseract um, and what i love what drew me in with this one are the insane hemiolas most everything is in 4-4 if you can find one good for you um, the hemiolas that are created are ridiculous um, and on altered state the drummer doesn't really give you the 4-4-ness that he does on other albums like there are some albums where he is just playing a 4-4 rock groove it's not entirely that but if we reduce it down he's doing that while the guitars are doing the hemiolas on altered state a lot of times like there is that he will do he will overlay a corner note on the ride symbol sometimes but there's also still just a lot of stuff where he's digging into the hemiolas with them so it feels like other time signatures but it is just a 4-4 um, it's just really really cool and dense rhythmic interplay um, also like i said no screaming the vocalist is a guy sings very high 
very angelic, flowy, floating melodies. Honestly, it's kind of the same stuff that you might hear from a beautiful like Bel Canto Aria or something. So if you if we were to take couldn't quite see what, what that guy was gonna do, wanted to get over to this hill too. Um, if you were to take the melodies from from that album that the singer is singing and just reorchestrate everything to be a string quartet you would think it was just a modern piece of classical music it's absolutely beautiful melodies um, <clears throat> that flow over top of these these really cool complex hemiolas and stuff that the instrumentalists are doing um, also some really cool tones that the bass and guitar just get but it's not really that heavy honestly like it really isn't it's not any heavier than like there's probably grunge tunes by Nirvana that are heavier than some of the moments on this album. Uh, so there's that. There's also a really cool saxophone solo at one point. Um, there's a tenor solo on, I think it's like track seven or eight. It's near the back half of the album. Um, so if you want to hear what an improvised saxophone solo sounds like with a metal band, this is what you want to checking out. Tesseract's Altered State. Uh, next will be Caligula's Horse. Uh, Jim Gray is an amazing singer who never screams, a beautiful poet, um, and just overall fantastic lyricist. All of their albums are concept albums, meaning that Jim is telling one story throughout. It might be super cryptic, you might not know what's going on, but there is one story that he's talking and telling you throughout his album. Um, in particular, there's two that I would recommend with these guys. Um, the album's In Contact. And their latest album is called Rise Radiant. Uh, both, again, cool hemiolas, cool rhythmic stuff, all the same things as, as Tesseract. They just kind of put the pieces together a little different. There's actually maybe less hemiola stuff and more just uh, cool rhythms um, and complex interplay between all the different parts. Um, on Rise Radiant, there's a track called Salt that's in, I won't tell you what it's in. It's in a pretty standard thing though but it doesn't always feel like it is. So it's a, it's really cool rhythms. Um, In Contact has a beautiful story. There's a couple acoustic ballads where it's just very light acoustic guitars and Jim's just doing his thing. Ooh, look at this little fountain over here. Let's see if we're getting into it. Lake Janeiro Cottages. This is a fountain. This is cool. Um, and yeah, so um what's their name <laughs> in contact caligula's horse sorry caligula's horse and yes named after the horse that caligula supposedly nominated to the senate so uh they are an australian prog band um, and bands from australia their prog scene over there is pretty killing these days so um i'm actually going to stick to australia and there's another band over there called the stranger and they have an album called The Stranger. They have another one called Kaleidoscope. I preferred The Stranger more, their self-titled first album. Um, but as I just said, with all the same stuff applies, but it's cool, there's no screaming anywhere on the album. It doesn't get that heavy, it's not that dark. The like lyrical content is not like wild and crazy and out of this world. It's just like dudes singing about stuff. They're just telling a story, very similar again to opera. Um, and there is one moment on one song where he doesn't scream. He's not like viciously like yelling into a mic, but um, 
if there is like a harsh vocal like he kind of just overly yells there's some overdubbing they get some cool effects as well but it's that <clears throat> pardon me <coughs> sorry it's one moment and it's for like a great effect in the song itself so it it will work and, and again there's some really beautiful acoustic ballads um I'm trying to see over this stuff can't really quite get there ah oh, there's a truck up ahead come on um is he going is he really gonna we gotta follow this guy up a hill oh boy um oh, this is gonna annoy me anyway yeah so in contact not sorry not in contact the stranger self-titled album the stranger highly recommended both those bands from australia um number four haken haken is a band from the uk um their albums the two that i would recommend most would be aquarius and my favorite one of theirs was the mountain and um the, this band is, does a very good job at mixing textures. The guitars don't always sound like a guitar. Um, and it's not just like other guitar effects. Like they really, they do a very good job of just mixing up the textures and the sounds. There's a lot of extra like marimba fills and things change very quick. So it might, this one might be a shock. It's definitely not heavy by any means is it heavy. It might be a shock with just how quick and fast the the melodic themes change and they kind of come out of nowhere they all make sense they do come from somewhere but on your first listen you might just be like what just happened how did we get here two seconds ago it was this kind of thing and now we're hearing this like you're, you might find that a little bit more with Haken um, which is what I, I really like that and appreciate that about them same thing with lyrics uh, Ross Jennings does a very good job of tying the story together throughout the whole album um, the mountain is about how corrupt governments are. It's not a, it's not any particular thing, and it's not a left or right based thing, but it's just about the idea that once people get into power, it's really hard for them to. I don't want to say relinquish it, but it's really hard for them to stay true to the reasons that they got into, you know, politics or in not letting money and power corrupt them. That's what it's about. Um, Aquarius is about this fisherman who finds a mermaid and then turns her into one of those like freak show like exhibits and then has to deal with the consequences of a lot of those things. So very, very cool stories, very operatic. Um, someone's always dying just like in every opera. Um, so yes, and now what was the fifth one? Um, let's see here. What was the fifth album that I want? I know I've already given you like four or five especially if we just count the doubles from from these past couple bands from Haken and the doubles from um, Caligula's Horse. What's the fifth one? Also, let me get through this intersection real quick. It's always hard for me to think and have to deal with this traffic stuff. So we'll be right back. Okay, and we're back. Hopefully the mic's working. Sometimes you get those phantom ghosts in there where it's not gonna work um, because I have unplugged and plugged it back in. Um, I am still in Pennsylvania. I'm on the sort of the return leg of the journey at this point. Um, <clears throat> had to stop for food 
and water and a bathroom break and all that good stuff and to change batteries on the GoPro. So uh, with all of that said, the last and fifth band uh, and or album that I will leave you with for today, um, one of my absolute favorites, uh, my 2017 album of the year, a band called Leprous, the album is Melina. Just an incredible album, as with everything, no screaming. There actually is some orchestral moments where it is just the singer and an actual string orchestra. Um, the guitars, as with everything, super syncopated, cool hemiolas, crazy rhythms, good luck finding one. I did transcribe some of the bass parts on this album, and it sounds... It sounds easier than it is, um, at least for me. Like I wasn't expecting the rhythms to be as disjointed as they were. But again, I come from a lot of, I listen to a lot of, you know, Prague and jazz and things where the rhythms are already extremely complex and I've had to notate them. So I have a pretty good sense of what some of this stuff would look like and what it feels like uh, coming off the page. And I was a little more surprised with Molina um, I mean, don't get me wrong, it sounds crazy, and if you're not used to Prague, it will be like, what is happening? But, it was still, um, more across bar lines and things than I was expecting, so I thought that was cool. Um, it's, it's just a fantastic album. It's probably the, I don't want to say darkest, it's the most downtrodden of all the albums that I've recommended you so far. Um, it, the lead singer, Einar, Einar something, I can't remember his last name. Uh, Einar is like just working through his emotions of his own battle with depression and anxiety and that sort of stuff. So uh, just be aware of that. It's not dark in a sense, in any other sense, though. It's it's just one human working out his own his own battle and struggle with just depression. Um, so I think a lot of us can actually relate to some of the themes and things that he talks about. Um, if you've ever struggled with any kind of mental stuff. Um, Lyrically, this should be a very relatable album. So, um, yeah, try to see if I can recap this after like an hour's break in between. Um, we had Leprous, just said it, uh, but we had Caligula's Horse, The Stranger, um, Haken, and Tesseract's Altered State. Um, and then for a bonus, just to give you one last thing, because I know a lot of the Prague guys out there will be yelling at me if I don't mention this album, um, and that is, there's a band called Dream Theater, they have an album called Images and Words, it's hailed as one of the greatest Prague albums of all time, it's kind of one of the ones that, that really got the genre going, that started things off, so... I would be remiss without mentioning it, so that you have it available. It's all of the things I just talked about, crazy guitar solos, you know, cool rhythms, good singer. Uh, well, I should say non-screaming singer. Um, I personally, since you're here listening to me, I can't stand the album, like even a little bit. I, I am notoriously a Dream Theater hater. I, don't, I haven't liked anything they've ever put out, but that's just me. And I know I'm one of very few people who listens to Prague who holds that opinion. So, just in honor of fairness, um, I will at least mention it, tell you to go check it out, make up your own mind, decide for yourself. Um, so yeah, so there you go. Thanks for, thanks for checking this one out. And uh, hopefully, you go and do your homework, 
you listen to some metal um, and by all means please let me know um, if you do check this stuff out you know what you actually thought of it especially if you don't come from the rock background if you're brand new to this kind of music I would love to hear what your thoughts are on some of these albums um, and if you are a prog fan what are some of the ones that you would recommend for people to get into that don't have screaming like because that's one of the biggest things that's the, like, the biggest turnoff so as you are as you're a prog fan as you are someone who listens to metal you have to keep in mind that most people are not going to be into the screaming at least right away um, i can do an episode in the future with my favorite bands that include that kind of stuff because i do listen to that that is definitely in my wheelhouse of things that i i know and listen to quite a bit of um but that will be for a later date so with that um once i can safely turn my camera off here um, we'll call it an episode so thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time